Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with a word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as always, I give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 295 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, I came across a post a few years ago, and I'd like to share that content with you. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, and settle on in. Blaine encourages you. It's coming to you with ultra independence and trust. That's what's coming up next. All right, everyone, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I'd love to take a few moments to establish protocol. Whether you are a longtime listener or a first time listener, we are so elated and we give God praise for you choosing BlendCouragesYou.com as a source to get your encouragement through the word of God. And if you have not already done so, I'd love for you to consider making our relationship permanent. How do you do that? Well, let's start with where are you listening from today? Are you on the blendcouragesyou.com site? Perhaps you're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Podfriend, Podcast Guru, Player FM, Overcast, there are a myriad of different platforms where blendcouragesyou.com can be accessed. So whatever that platform is, wherever that is, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And guess what? That gets you in as a part of the BCU family. Welcome. Hey there, BCU fam, Blend from BlendCouragesU.com here with your podcast on the go. So in my internet travels, many times I am researching and looking for things and sometimes I'm just scrolling through and will see something that catches my attention. And there was this mini article that I stumbled upon That was, I I believe it was a post in BCU fam. I've had this post in my notes for probably years now. I tried to post it, did not work. I think because of the length and whatnot. And I just kept it to the side. And as I was talking to the Lord about what to present to all of you today, as I usually do, this mini article came up. So I thought that I would read this uh, in your hearing and then talk it through. And it's about trust. So let me just disclaim that I don't know who the author of this is. If anyone recognizes this particular post or the the article, uh, please let me know who the author is so that I can give them proper credit. But it spoke to me on a few different levels. So let me read this through for you all. It starts off by saying, sis, the inability to receive support from others is a trauma response. You saying 
I don't need anyone. I'll just do it all by myself is conditioning because it is a survival tactic. You need it to shield your tender heart from abuse, neglect, betrayal, and disappointment from those who could not or would not be there for you. Maybe it was a parent who was absent by choice or by the circumstance of working three jobs to feed and house you. Perhaps it was from the person that you used to be intimate with who offered sexual intimacy but offered no safe haven that honored your heart. From the friendships that always took more than they gave. From all the situations when someone told you we're in this together, then they abandoned you, leaving you to pick up the pieces when things got real, leaving you to handle your part and their part too. From the lies and from the betrayals, You've learned along the way that you couldn't just trust people. Or maybe that you could trust people, but only up to a certain point. Ultra independence is a trust issue. You've learned if I don't put myself in a situation where I rely on someone, then I won't have to be disappointed when they don't show up for me or when they drop the ball because they will always drop the ball sooner or later, right? You may have even been intentionally taught this protection strategy by generations of hurt women who came before you. Ultra-independence is a preemptive strike against heartbreak. So you don't trust anyone. But no matter how you dress it up and display it proudly to seem like this is a level of independence or the way you want it to be, in truth, you are wounded, scarred, and brokenhearted and hiding behind a protective brick wall. This brick wall cannot be penetrated. Nothing gets in. No hurt gets in. Because if I trust, I'm being vulnerable. So while none of that gets in, no love gets in either. The ultra-independence is a trauma response. Now, I'm going to stop here, BCU family. The, the post is pretty much over. And I have to just, again, disclose that I added uh, I ad-libbed just a little bit in some areas where there needed to be some 
extra context and making sure that the syntax for the sentences were correct and things like that. So I wanted to let you all know that. And as I was reading through this BCU fam, this spoke to me on a few different levels because I think at some point, many of us have experienced uh, this type of trauma and we have become independent, so to speak, because of it and not relying on people. Now, the Bible does let us to know that we are not to put our trust in the arms of flesh. I believe that's in Jeremiah chapter 17. And, and it reminds us that the arms of flesh really will fail you every time. And I'm paraphrasing that. But we, we just need to know that people will fail us because they're designed to fail. And what I mean by that is, is that um, we don't always get things right. And you all hear me say that quite a bit in my live teaching and probably here as well. We don't always intentionally go into that direction. What I am saying is, is that as people, uh, we are not always going to get things right. And when the disappointment comes, because, and it will, because that's a part of this life. It's a part of the walk with Christ that at some point, uh, there's going to be a disappointment. At some point, there's going to be a hurt. At some point, there's going to be something that happens to us. So uh, we can't necessarily guard ourselves from that, uh, that, that happens. What we do have to do is to acknowledge the trauma. Now, it's real, BCU fam, and what this author said is very real, and it does happen. Uh, when I think about people not honoring your heart and then, you know, people who have dealt with parents that are, are not necessarily as present as they could have been or should be, or the, the betrayal and the friendships where the takers just don't get tired of taking. So all of that does leave your heart in a place where you don't want to uh, invest in people anymore. And as people of God, this is not a position that we can afford to be in. So if we've got Jesus down on the inside the way that uh, we're supposed to, according to Acts 2.38, and we realize that this is us, if any of this resonated, then that means that we need to take this to the Lord in prayer. Now, with all the trauma that's happened, um, if we acknowledge that it did happen, it can be healed. Oh, Lord, I thank you in here today. God specializes in healing broken hearts. I believe that Psalm 147 and 3 that says, says that he does heal the brokenhearted. He binds up our wounds. So he's there just for that. And what we can do is take whatever it is that happened, BCU fam, to the Lord in prayer. And if you got to take it to him with tears in your eyes, with not understanding, Lord, I don't understand what happened, or I'm just so upset about this, and I can't believe that so-and-so did this to me. One of the many things I love about Jesus is that he's not afraid to deal with our emotions. I know sometimes you've taken them to people, and they say, well, you shouldn't feel this way, or, oh, I, I understand that part of things. So because the Lord does not operate like people do, we can take it to him. And what he'll do is, is that he will bind up our wounds. He will heal up what hurts. Um, he'll help us to forgive the individual. He will dry your tears. He will comfort you and make you whole and put you in a place where you can now function optimally.
Now, going forward, you may be more careful. You may be more prayerful. You may be more watchful, but you won't have that ultra-independence attitude anymore where I, I don't need anybody around me. I, I'll just do everything myself. you be okay to accept support from someone because you've prayed and talked to the Lord about it. Because you've consulted Jesus about it. Because you've acknowledged the Lord in all of your ways so that he can direct your paths. He will place people in your life that will be a blessing to you. Now, it's not to say that they'll always do everything right. So we have to understand that too, BCU fam, that sometimes people do mess up, whether it's intentionally or not. And this is where that grace comes in to forgive them for what it is that they've done and then move on from there. And if someone is particularly abusive, and I know that there's some relationships that we have where the person just, you know, over and over wants to uh, take advantage of us, here's what we do. Take it once again to the Lord in prayer and know that, you know, in any situation where someone uses you, um, that the Lord saw it, that for whatever reason, he did not choose to intervene and that there's a lesson behind that using and you can still be healed from that trauma. You can still forgive the individual Perhaps that's a relationship and you need to talk to the Lord about it that you don't want to invest in anymore. And you you certainly want to take this to the Lord. I I know of one such relationship and I, I praise God for the season that it was in at that particular time. It was for a purpose. And I have long since forgiven the individual and we have had conversations since our parting. And I can say without any reservation, BCU fam, that there's, there's a forgiveness that's there. So we're all set there. There's no need for us to have a close relationship anymore. Y'all see what I'm saying? There's a difference. Now, if I saw the person on the street, hey, how are you? It's been a minute. You know, good to see you. That's, that's there, BCU fam. And that's real and it's genuine. Now, for us being on the phone, uh, you know, every week talking, it's it's not the relationship. So the Lord will sort those kinds of things out if we just invite him in to know what we're supposed to do. Uh, very often we want to do things on our own and even manage uh, our relationships in our lives. And we would fare out so much better, myself included, if we invited Jesus in and just asked him to help us with it. BCU fam. Sometimes that ultra independence, we can even use that when it comes to uh, inviting God into our circumstances because God does not always do things the way that we would like to see them done. Let's just be honest about that. And it's because his ways are above our ways and his thoughts are above our thoughts. The book of Isaiah says so. It's understandable that we might feel, well, you know, if I ask the Lord about this, I may not get the answer that I want to. And we can go and do things our way and then end up in a place where the Lord's got to come back and fix it anyway. So why not, with the help of the Lord, acknowledge him and ask him how to deal with the people in our lives, whether it's coworkers, families, friends, neighbors, whomever it is, so that we are handling things according to what God says. And in that, uh, we will be blessed and that we will know exactly what to do so that God is pleased 
so that he is glorified and honored and praised in our lives. And we may not be as brokenhearted as much of the time if we ask God to come in first. And if we don't, once again, we can always go to him. He does not get tired of us, BCU fam. And I love that. So we don't have to, and we cannot be an island. We need one another. Uh, we need one another, BCU fam. God has certain people in our lives for a reason. So what we're going to do is we're going to take our independence to the Lord. We're going to be dependent on him. And in doing so, he's going to help us to manage these relationships and to manage our heart issues. Amen. We have to guard our hearts. Absolutely. I believe it's Proverbs 4 and 23 that says that, you know, above all things that we are to guard our hearts because out of it comes the issues of life. And the Lord wants to help us to manage those issues if we go to him first. Amen. Amen. So BCU fam, I am prayerful that something was said here today that was a blessing to you. So before we get there, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we come before you today, we want to thank you, Lord, for helping us to remember that we do not have to lean to our own understanding. As a matter of fact, we shouldn't do so because it gets us into trouble. Lord, please forgive us for the times where we did not consult you in what it is that we were doing or saying and where it made a mess so much so to the point that we are brokenhearted and broken spirited, Lord Jesus. The good news is because your mercy endures forever, because your compassions fail not, that we can take our broken heart to you and that you can mend it and make it new once again. We pray, Lord, for anyone that has received trauma, Lord, those that are going through trauma situations, those who are in traumatic situations, those who have gone through and they're not sure what to do. We pray even now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord, that you will speak to broken hearts and broken spirits everywhere, Lord, that you will touch somebody even now, Lord, where we are. Hallelujah. In your healing name, Jesus, that you will speak to their heart, that you will mend it, that you will put them back together, Lord Jesus, that you will speak to their mind, that you will help them, Lord, to forgive the person that has traumatized them or persons, Lord Jesus. Bless everyone, Lord, who is listening, who this is for today, Lord, to hear your voice, to feel your spirit, Lord Jesus, and to be renewed in their heart and in their mind. We thank you, Lord, that the trauma will no longer identify them, that they'll no longer live in hurt, guilt, or shame, but that they will rise up in the name of Jesus with a renewed heart, a renewed mind, and a renewed spirit, Lord, to be able to deal with people according to how you would in the name of Jesus. No more, Lord, are we walking around in independence saying that we don't need anyone. We thank you for the people that you put in our lives to undergird and to support us. Bless us, Lord, to know how far to take things. Bless us, Lord, to know what to do and what to say. Bless us, Lord, to know who to keep in our lives and who shouldn't be in our lives so that you are honored, you are glorified, and you are praised. 
bless us, Lord, if we are the ones that cause the trauma to acknowledge that, Lord Jesus, to apologize where we need to, and to not repeat those same patterns anymore. So we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for, Lord, making us whole today, and that we will stay whole in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. We thank you, Lord, that as the tears flow, we thank you for your comfort. We thank you for your strength. We thank you for the mercy that you've shown us. We thank you, Lord, for restoring relationships today, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for healing. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for delivering, Lord, and we bless your holy name. Thank you once again, Lord, for coming in to speak to our hearts and minds, and we're going to continue with your help to give your name the praise, glory, and honor that belongs to you as we live our lives out loud through you, Jesus. It's in your name we thank you for this in all things. Let every heart say amen. Amen, BCU family. So praise God that we can walk away today healed and whole in the name of Jesus. And he specializes in doing just that. And we are grateful. again.